Hello, working mommies. Welcome to the Moms on the Grind podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Desmores. Oh my God, it's been a while. I'm really, really happy to be back with you ladies. And since we last spoke, which was in 2020, this is insane, a lot has happened. So before I jump into the episode, I wanted to update you guys on a lot of stuff that's been going on. And, you know, today we're going to talk about two hustling mentalities I disagree with. COVID and the lockdown and everything was a huge wake-up call for me. So I wanted to talk about that. But before that, of course, I'm going to update you on what's going on. So Eva has been back in school. So for a while, she was back in school. You know, the way her school did it is that she would go in person four days a week and would do virtual school one day a week. It was pretty cool because at least she got to go to school, see her friends, socialize, etc. And I know that um, some states and even some countries don't even have that yet. So I'm really grateful about it. And I also find that she's been doing much better since going back to class. She was doing well at home, but it just wasn't the same as her going to school and actually having her teacher be the teacher to her, right? Be the one teaching to her. I've done a lot of things in my life and have a lot of talents, but teaching is unfortunately not one of them at all. You know, I tried and did my best, but nothing beats having your actual teacher. I really tried, guys. I really tried. (laughs) So right now she's fully back in school. There's no more one day of school of of virtual, you know, they sent, they had sent the parents a a survey. And I think that like 99% of parents were like, please send them back to school every day. It's very difficult even to find a day, right? The only thing with that is, although she's back in school, there is no more after-school care, so which is not very convenient. But, you know, it's been a year now since the start of, over a year now since the start of COVID, so we can't even talk about the word convenient <laughs> anymore the same way because uh, the, the world has changed so much. And what used to be convenient is not convenient anymore. And, you know, literally everything has changed, so... Instead of me talking crap, my solution to that was just to hire help. And I have an amazing nanny helping me after school because I actually have to work uh, when she when my daughter finishes at 3.30 during the week. And, you know, even if I'm not doing showings or with clients, I just do have a lot of work to do. And I can't just stop everything I'm doing to go pick her up in school all the time, assist her with homework, etc. It's just not doable for some people, especially if you're working full-time or beyond full-time like me, right? So no judgment on everyone who can do it. I actually applaud you, and I think it's really cool that you can rearrange your schedule. But when it comes to me, I can't do it. What I do try to do, though, is on the Fridays that I have her, I tried to have my afternoon free. Like yesterday, what I did, I went I went to get her in school and we hung out, took her to the park and everything. So a lot of things had to be rearranged when it comes to that. But thankfully, it took me a couple of months, but I did find some awesome solutions. So except for school and my daughter, since Miami and traveling has been quote unquote kind of open, I've traveled a lot and I'm very grateful for that as well. So I went to Tulum in October. I made my dream come true of going to Aspen for my 34th birthday in December. I went with my sister and my friends, and I've already. And this year, I've been to Saint Lucia and to Haiti. I do have to admit that not traveling has been one of my biggest issues in shock from COVID, guys. It's 
Traveling is my actual favorite thing to do. It's my favorite hobby. And planning travel is what keeps me going, right? It, it's what gives me motivation to work harder, to, to save my money, amongst other things. I mean, I just love traveling and I've loved traveling since I was a kid, right? And I'm currently writing this podcast. Uh, well, I currently, well, I said I'm currently, I was, I wrote this podcast while I was on my uh, on the plane on my way to Aspen with Eva for spring break, so that was like two weeks ago, which was another dream come true. I've always wanted to go to Aspen since watching Dumb and Dumber, and I've always wanted to take my daughter. So taking my daughter with me to the places I love and always wanted to visit has been an amazing dream come true. I actually did do a podcast episode on traveling with kids because it's not, you know, it, it's, it's it's something else and it's something we need to talk about. And, and I've been traveling with Eva since she was about like six weeks old, like two months old. So yeah, I do have some experience when it comes to that. I'm not an expert, but I did do a podcast episode to talk about my tips when it comes to that. So personally, I've also gained 10 pounds. What WTF? What the F? What the F? <laughs> I've been working out and all, but I feel like my workouts have not been as effective. So, you know, me every time I complain about something, I try to find a solution. So my solution for that is that I hired a trainer to help me get it together. So I see him once a week. He, he's pretty intense. It's, it's pretty cool. I quit Equinox. You guys know how much I loved Equinox. And I did that for many, many different reasons. But... I joined Lifetime, which is a new gym that's opening within the next month or two. So, you know, right until Lifetime opens, I have a gap. So what I'll be doing is that once a week I'll be training with that trainer. And then the other days I'll be working out in the gym in my building. Really lucky to have a gym in my building. I don't know what I would do without it because then I'd have to like, like I would have had to stay at Equinox and pay all that money, although they don't have childcare and a bunch of their classes are weird and the hours are weird. Anyway. Let me not even get into that, but the reason I switched from Equinox to Lifetime is more because Lifetime has a lot of stuff for kids. That means, meaning that I can bring Eva with me, she's going to have activities, Zumba, after school care, free baby, well not free babysitting, but there's some babysitting included. There's just much, they offer much more for families and it's literally going to be like a block down from Equinox, which is really close to where I live, so it's perfect for me. So this is what I'll be doing within the next couple of months. Um, Health-wise, you know, I did go through some stuff. I'm very open with you guys. So, you know, I've had some a lot of dermatitis going on. So I'm still trying to figure out exactly what it is. Um, I think it's a lot of it has been caused by stress. I do. Well, I do know what it is, but I'm still there's still a lot of figuring out going on. But just letting you know, guys. You need to take care of your health, prioritize your health, make sure you work out, make sure you eat right, because if not, you'll get a kick in the face and you'll have no choice but to get healthy because health is wealth, guys, you know? So I, I learned in the hard way. I had a very, very stressful end of last year. I would say the last quarter of last year was extremely, extremely, extremely stressful for me, both personally and business-wise, so much happened, a lot of deals fell through, um, not in a chill way where, hey, we're continuing to look at, like literally fell through where it was literally over, uh, nothing to be done. So anyways, I, it, it had a toll, I think it had a toll on my body, and I don't think, I think that I also didn't meditate enough, I didn't do my miracle morning enough, all of the things that usually help me manage stress, I wasn't doing, so my body took a hit, and my health took a hit when it comes to that, so 
I'm currently taking care of that as well, guys. It's super important. Again, I'm transparent with you guys. It's not like I'm going out there screaming it to everyone, but all I can tell you is take care of your health. If not, you know, you can get any type, you can get diseases, you can have skin issues, you can have gut issues, you know, there, there's so much that can happen when you're stressed out, right? So, but on a good note, guess what? <laughs> I'm actually dating someone. Can you believe it? And I actually met him on Hinge. Who would have thought? Do you guys think I should do an episode on how I met someone online? Let me know if you want to know more about this. <laughs> I usually don't like to talk about my dating life or that side of my personal life, but I thought it would be important to mention that Hinge is pretty freaking awesome. And I was able to meet someone that's beyond amazing. I can't even describe how amazing he is. And I was able to meet him when I thought, you know, when I never thought that I would. So the websites do work, especially, you know, with COVID and the restrictions and all that, depending on where you live. It's it's not easy, I find, to meet people. And I find that the older you get, the pickier you get. I know I'm picky um, because, you know, I've, I have a daughter and, you know, I've been through some stuff in life and I'm just like, I know exactly what I want. So, you know, what's cool about those websites is that you can be more specific with what you're looking for. And I will say, though, hinge over Bumble any day so you know when it comes to my lover let's just call him mr l okay i'm not gonna tell you guys his name didn't put him on my social media yet maybe when like we're engaged or like married i'll put him uh, i just like to keep my personal life super private but i'm keeping his identity private also to respect his confidentiality although i'm sure he wouldn't mind that i post it but still Right. So, yeah, guys, Mr. L, your guy, your girl is in love <laughs> with someone. Jesus, what's going on? I, I can't believe it. It happened. But OK, on to the next subject. <laughs> so today I'm going to talk about a somehow taboo subject. All right. With COVID-19, we've been at home more and being at home more means being on social media more. So from IG to TikTok to Facebook, Snapchat, or whatever, I've seen two common things that keep coming back. So to be honest with you, these are not actually wrong things per se, right? I just think that they're not always true and absolutely not realistic, especially for working moms, right? So I won't just talk about why they are wrong, but I'll also be giving my well-thought-of opinion. And those are things I'm telling you, I've been thinking about this for over a year now. So I'll be giving you guys my well-thought-of opinion on how these should be addressed, in my opinion, again, so that we don't lose our minds, right? So it's so easy to fall in the trap of comparison. And I'm going to be honest, I had to take a few social media breaks myself. Um, social media can consume you. It can consume your day. Uh, you, you know, because of all the comparison, right? And the bad, weird, weird feelings you get when you're comparing yourself to others. You know, you open your Instagram, everyone looks perfect. Everyone's business is thriving. Uh, it seems like nobody's having any struggles. Everything's great. Their, their family life, everyone has like this huge, giant smile. And they're like, oh my God, like almost jumping in a strawberry field, right? So I already know that comparison is the thief of joy. But when we're constantly being thrown, quote unquote, perfect images or videos oops that was my phone but anyways I'm not going to edit that it's really easy to feel horrible horrible or weird or different about yourself and again I'm going to talk about two hustling mentality two hustling mentalities that I disagree with so recently there's been a big deal with entrepreneurship 
I mean, everyone and their mama is trying to be an entrepreneur, right? A lot of times it's for the wrong reasons, unfortunately. People might want to get into it just for the glitz and glam because they're following all these guys that are just in front of cars and in front of big houses or eating at the best restaurants, right? Uh, People want to be their own boss or, you know, they think about the potential money. Don't get me wrong. Entrepreneurship is amazing. I'm I'm an entrepreneur myself. However, It's not as easy as social media makes it seem. It's not as easy as even I make it seem. You may look at me and be like, oh, this, she looks amazing. This looks great. And you know what, guys? You need need to go to the Tom Ferry podcast or Google Tom Ferry on YouTube and look at the episode I did with him because whatever you guys think of me and how awesome you think I'm doing and whatnot, like I really break it down and talk about all the struggles I went through and that I still continue to go through, right? So you guys only see the results. You don't see the tears. You don't see the deals falling apart, the struggle, the surprise bills. You don't see when clients disappear. You only see the happy closings for me, the just solds and my best photoshopped facetuned photos, guys. Fake positivity is real and this is the first topic I wanted to talk about because guess what we're not always in a good mood we're not always jiggly and happy and that's okay now don't get it twisted I'm a very positive person I love being positive I put God first but sometimes I'm even too positive but the thing is that I wish more people were honest on social media and shared the process instead of only the end results and again that includes me too like I said listen to the podcast I talk about it right And in that podcast that I did with Tom Ferry, I was so transparent that after recording the episode, I felt a knot in my stomach and I was afraid. I was afraid of so much. I thought, wow, maybe I shared too much about my struggles. Maybe I talked too much. Maybe I said too much. A million maybes. Worries, anxiety, I freaked out. And at that point, there was no turning back. There was no turning back because the episode was already recorded and it was going to be out in a few weeks. And then when the episode came out, it blew up. My messages blew up. And it hasn't stopped since. I got messages from so many people. Messages from mothers. Messages from other real estate agents around the world telling me that I inspired them and thanking me for sharing the real thing. The real thing. The losses, the perseverance, the tears and more. And this really opened my eyes to the importance of sharing your process Things don't always have to be glitz and glam. Social media needs more positive transparency, if you see what I mean. So let me try to explain positive transparency. So for me, what I call positive transparency, again, in my words, is when you share the wins, but you also share the process, the hurdles and such. Uh, Pretending like everything is always perfect is not it because it's not true. That's not real life, guys. You know what I'm talking about. You know who you follow who's like that. The big smile, the long, happy paragraph all the time. It's encouraging at times. Of course, we all need some encouragement. But sometimes it makes us wonder, damn, like, why do I have it so hard? And, you know, they don't, right? Like, why is it that these people seem like make it seem like everything is perfect? And I know from experience that it's not always the case. So even by sharing my process, I found that I could connect with others more. If you see what I mean, it's like... I don't know. I just find that it makes you more human. What I love, I love when people share a win, but then share the process. And then they're just like, listen, I had to go through this. You know, someone, Jen says, I was listening to the, this podcast with Jen Sincero, who's the, um, she's the author of the super popular book called You Are a Badass. And she talked about how she used to live in a garage and how nobody believed that she could write a best-selling book and she had no money and she didn't know how to make money. 
And now she's one of the most successful authors ever, right? Because of her book. So she did share her struggles. And I really appreciate that about her. I appreciate that about her book. And I can relate more. Right. So when we when I can relate more, it's like whatever advice she gives me, I'm going to listen to her more because I'm like, she's a real person. Right. So in conclusion, I don't believe in all the fake positivity stuff. I love and prefer when people keep it real, including myself. Okay, guys, I had to learn to be more open and transparent, which is one of the reasons why I have this podcast. Right. Uh, I want to share about what it's like to be a working mom. Because although I make it seem like all nice sometimes and I share the funny stuff with Eva all the time and whatnot, it, it's not always easy, right? And I want to share, you know, what I'm going through. I want to share what other working moms are going through in order to help others, right? So that we can all be a community and we can all help each other, right? And that's another reason why I carefully choose who I interview. So, by the way, I've linked my interview with Tom Ferry in the show notes in case you'd want to listen to it. All right, so the second taboo subject I don't believe in is the whole work, 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 don't sleep, don't take a vacation, money doesn't sleep. No, it's true, money doesn't sleep, but the whole work, work until you die type of mentality, right? So let me start off by saying again that stress can affect your health, guys. I'm going through it right now. I've been going through it since January, right? So lack of sleep can affect your mood. It can affect your health. Health, I'm sorry, working like a maniac with no break can affect you mentally and physically, guys. Like it's not, I wish it was a joke. I wish it was just coming from me. But guys, doctors, scientists around the world, I mean, it's been proven that stress can just affect you in so many ways, right? Um, it's no joke, guys. I've lived it and continue to live it. When I'm stressed out and don't take a moment to breathe, my health gets affected in so many ways from acne breakouts and rashes all over my body, right? So again, I'm currently dealing from stress rashes uh, from the accumulated stress from last year, like I mentioned before. And, you know, usually... You know, I'm, usually the way that I deal with stress is totally different. And I wasn't doing the good stuff to deal with stress. I wasn't, I, I just wasn't doing what I'm supposed to do. And I wasn't disciplined and I didn't have the same habits, right? So this is why sometimes it pisses me off, right? With what we found online nowadays. People with no kids or no family or boyfriend or nothing else, no life or social life, telling others how they should leave, live their life. Wake up at 4 a.m., don't sleep. It doesn't matter if you have four hours of sleep. You know, hustle, hustle, hustle. Only go after your goals like you'll sleep later, right? You can only make your goals happen if you don't sleep and work 80 hours or 80 hours a week, right? Which I did, which I used to do, right? I don't know anyone who follows those guidelines and are successful and happy or successful and healthy, right? I know how irritable I get when I don't sleep well. So guess what? My production is not the best either when I'm tired. So some people need six hours of sleep. Some need eight hours. Some need four. You need to do what works for you and get the sleep your body needs in order to not be an irritated, mean person the next day because of lack of sleep, right? I always compare it to baby, to babies. You know how babies, when they get tired, they're cranky, they're crying for no reason, and then, you know, they fall asleep and it's so much better. So we're the same as adults. We're not different than babies, guys, except that when we're cranky, we usually have to deal with way more people and actual responsibilities compared to a baby, right? So babies, you know, they're cranky. They only deal with their parents or with their babysitter and nanny or whatnot. But, you know, us as adult, adults, we're cranky. We have to deal with family members, coworkers, clients, right? Uh, the the 
lady at the grocery store, Uber drivers or whatnot, right? So guess what? I don't believe in the whole hashtag team no sleep because when I'm that team, I'm also on team hashtag team got nothing done and hashtag team cranky, okay? I don't believe in it. I realized that working more didn't equate in more meaningful work being done. Effective work can be done in less time if I plan it accordingly, right? So although he's a bit extreme with it, right? Tim Ferriss talked, he talked about that in his book called The 4-Hour Work Week. So you can be a successful entrepreneur while doing most of your work from 9 to 5 or whatever times work for you. There's no, there's nothing wrong with a 9 to 5 or trying to Put everything that you need to do during from 9 to 5 or during, let's say, 12 to 8 or whatever it is, right? So I remember at the beginning of my career and even now, I have days where I work more, you know, sometimes 12 hours. But these days often happen when you're building your business. And I have to admit that I could not keep up when I was doing that, when I was working 12 hours all the time, right? I became exhausted and, you know, the result from that is that I was becoming less productive, Okay, so time blocking has been super effective for me. I use Google Calendar in different colors for different things and even time block my time with Eva and my days off. That way people can book me during these times. I have a, a calendar system where people can book me. So it's easy to make, it's okay to make an appointment with yourself for self-care also, guys. Make sure that whatever self-care, massage, gym, whatever it is, make sure that it's in your calendar with enough time before and after um, so that you're not in a rush, right? So I also time block important tasks and my best, um, and I actually do my best to not check my email or social media during that time in order to get way more done, right? Let's say I time block two hours to prospect or to call back my clients. Um, I try to block off some distractions while I'm doing it. So I also get more done by waking up earlier and time blocking one hour to get work done than I than I do working a few hours later during the day. So let me, let me break it down. So back then I used to wait until Eva went to sleep and like around 8.30ish, 9, and then I would get some work done at night, right? But I found it way more effective to do work from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. because nobody's bothering you at that time, right? Between 9 and 10 or 8.30 and 9.30, people are still up. Um, you're still getting a bunch of emails. A lot of things are still going on. And especially, you know, I'm on the East Coast, and then it's three hours earlier on the West Coast. I have a lot of clients in L.A. So it's like, you know, my phone is like boom, 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 going on and on and on and on and on and nonstop. But in the mornings, the mornings for me are great because it's quiet. Businesses are not open. My phone's not blowing up. So the point is you can figure out a way to be more productive by blocking times to work on crucial tasks. And for me, that's lead generating, lead follow-up, staying in touch with my current, past, and future clients. And when it comes to admin things, which is absolutely not my thing, that's why I hired a full-time assistant. She's really good at it, right? So another thing is, you know, when we're talking, when I'm talking about work, 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 that whole mentality is that I learned that delegating is life. Like delegating has saved me. Delegating has spread up my time. Dele delegating has changed my life, guys. Find out what the highest and best use of your time is, aka what makes you the most money when you're an entrepreneur or if you're self-employed, right? That's usually whatever it is that you do to get more clients. To get more clients, again, that's prospecting or whatnot, 
So my coach always told me, you know, I have a business coach. He told me, don't do $12 an hour work if you're worth $100 an hour, right? So delegating and hiring other people to do the tasks that are not the highest and best use of your time, of my time, has been one of the best decisions that I've made professionally. And this decision has enhanced my personal life as well in ways that you guys cannot even imagine. So if you're on a budget, what you can do is look into hiring a virtual assistant, also known as a VA, or hiring help per contract. So when I started off and for a few years, I would hire a transaction coordinator every time I would get a buyer seller under contract so that she could handle all of the administrative stuff like paperwork, signature, signatures, coordination, etc. when all things you know, which are all things that I really suck at. So what takes an admin two hours to do could easily take up my whole day because I'm not so good at it. Do it. Trust me. If you need help for social media or for a project or to create stuff, just go on a website called called Fiverr where you can find people that do stuff for you for five bucks, guys. That really, um, that exists, man. I can't, I'm shocked. Now, finally, vacations, right? So again, in the subject of the whole work, work, work thing that I disagree with, nothing is better for your mental health than taking a vacation. Well, that's in my opinion. I think vacations are amazing. Even if it's just a few days, schedule a few days off. I literally have to schedule it in advance, pay for the tickets and book for the hotels because most of the time, if I wait until the last minute, it's not happening. It's not happening at all because all of a sudden, I'm completely flooded with work, which, you know, I'm always flooded with work, right? And have more, you know, then I have more excuses not to go, especially when I didn't book it, right? And guess what? If you learn to delegate and have good systems in place, you won't be working as much when you'll be away, right? So I say as much, quote unquote, because I'm never 100% off, but I do try to minimize my work when I'm away. That's another thing that I'm working on. I feel like I still don't have it down to the point that I can leave for a week and not work at all, which is where I'm trying to get to. That's actually one of my goals in life, to be able to leave for a couple of weeks and to have everything running smoothly without me there, right? So it's, guess what? It's interesting. It's really interesting how a lot of business will come your way when you go on vacation, especially a few days before. It's a very, very funny phenomenon. You will literally have clients or people that come out of the woodworks and things working out right before you leave. Uh, even for, for some realtors are saying, you know what, you want to get more business, just go on vacation, right? Because it's a very funny, interesting phenomenon that always happens. So sometimes even while you're on vacation, right, you have people that are calling you or think things are happening, right? So I had someone tell me uh, also that they said, you know what? Make sure that when you go on vacation, you have people ready to take on the new, the new business you're going to be getting. And they were 100% true. <laughs> it's really, it's really funny, I find. But you know what? It's funny, but I'm grateful for it. I'm not going to complain, right? So, but on a serious note, I have gotten so much clarity on so many things, whether it comes to business stuff or personal stuff while I'm on vacation, right? So, some of my biggest business decisions were taken while on vacation. For example, when I decided to leave, when I decided to leave Douglas Elliman, which was my previous broker, to join Compass, uh, which is the company I'm at now, it took me, you know, when I went on vacation to Greece a couple of years ago, I went on an t- almost three-week vacation. I, I thought about my decision during my entire vac- vacation, and it's when I come back that I decided, okay, you know what, I'm going to go to Compass, right? So I was able to, I was able to reset and relax and think and not have any distractions, right? So yes, guys. Take time off. 
I took no vacations for almost a year once, and it was probably one of the most miserable years of my life, guys. It's okay to take time time off, and we all need it. We need time off. Take three days off. Like, if you live in Florida, you don't have to travel to another state or to another country. You can go to Orlando. You can go to, to Naples. You can go to Key West. Do something that where, you know, you're just going somewhere to relax, right? Take a couple of days off. We we need that, guys. We we can't work, work, work. We need to refuel. It's like a car, you know? You can't just drive, 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 and never stop to put gas or to get a tune-up or to, to do your oil change or whatnot. You need, your, your car needs to to relax a little bit, right? And you need to fuel it. So our body is the same. We need to relax, right? So I just think it's really important that we talk about that because if you're looking on social media and a lot of those motivational speakers, they, they not a lot of them don't talk about that. You're just like, grind, 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 work, work, work. But guess what? When you have a business and you're working hard and even when you have kids and you're a working mom, girl, you deserve that vacation. Trust me. So now let's talk about a couple of resources that help me navigate through these, through these two things that I disagree with. So um, the first one is to follow the right people when it comes to, to that, right? So there's a couple of people I like to follow. I love to follow at my leak. It's that's M-Y-L-E-I-K. She's this huge entrepreneur. I mean, she's the founder of Curlbox, which is the largest natural hair subscription box ever and she has an amazing podcast as well and she does events she does so much and she's also a mom of two and she's always talking about how she prioritizes sleep and how she needs to take time off and she's always talking about you know normalize taking vacations normalize taking time off right I also like to follow Lauren Everts from the Skinny Confidential so that's L-A-U-R-Y-N-E-V-A-R-T-S no, you know what? It's not, not, not her name is Lauren Bostick. Sorry about that. But just look for the Skinny Confidential. Um, she has amazing posts. And she's also a mom. And even before she was a mom, which is pretty recent, she always talks about how she time blocks and how she manages her time. And I heard her on a podcast recently, on her podcast, the Skinny Confidential, uh, him and her podcast, where she talked about how she even removed the ding, ding notifications on her phone, like the sound, because just that sound is so stressful. And I can definitely... Um, I can definitely attest to that. I used to not put my phone on silent and just have it on the counter while I go take my shower, like on the bathroom counter. And just being in the shower, the moment I step into the shower, all you hear is ding, 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 do, 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 like you hear the, the music from my iPhone ringing and it, it's like it's like the most stressful shower ever. So I totally get what she says when she says that, you know, she just turns her phone off, like not off, but like she puts her notifications off. She puts everything on silent, right? And another person that I like to follow when it comes to that is Nedra Tawab. So she's an amazing therapist. She's great to follow on IG and she actually has a new book out. Guys, I'm not paid to talk about any of that. I'm just talking about the stuff that I actually really like. So Nedra Tawab, that's two W's, T-A-W-W-A-B. She always discusses boundaries. She even went on, the, again, the Skinny Confidential podcast, all the, the School of Greatness podcast to talk about boundaries and the importance to put boundaries, right? So whether it's social media, whether it's people around you that, you know, don't take, a, that, that aren't considerate with your time, right? So just boundaries are so important. So I love uh, following her for that. So Gary V also talks about 
his podcast, you know, on his podcast, he talks about some boundaries. I love how he talks about the hustle and the grind and whatnot, but sometimes he's hard to relate because of, you know, so many reasons. I admire him, but let's not forget he has a wife at home who could take care of the kids while he's out hustling for hours, right? But he also does talk about boundaries. He talked. He also does talk about protecting his time. So I think it's really cool. And when it comes to books, I really liked the book Atomic Habits, uh, which helped me make effective habits to maximize my time. This was probably one of the best books I've ever read in my entire life. There's also the book called... Um, the Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss that I um, that I've read, and I've li- I listen to his podcast really often. So that just really helped me on relaxing and just learning to delegate, right? And then another book that I just ordered, hopefully it's going to be good. It's called Badass Habits by Jen Sincero, the one that wrote um, "You Are a Badass," right? So. If you guys have any other links or resources or podcasts that can help us, you know, with the whole taking your the whole hustle, 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 hustle mentality. But, you know, podcasts or resources that help us actually relax and also, you know, think any resources that can help us to delegate or just to live a more fulfilling life that is healthy, both physically and mentally, guys, don't be afraid to share it with me because I'm always on the lookout for something good. I'm always looking, I'm always on the lookout for for positive things, positive people to follow. Um, I love following people and reading about the process, right? I love reading uh, memoirs, right? Or biographies of very successful people because they, they often talk about their process, right? So guys, whatever you have, please share it with me. Write me on Instagram at Sarah Desmore or at Moms on the Grind. Uh, whatever ideas that you guys have also for a podcast, guys, I'm starting again. <laughs> I'm back, okay? So that's it, guys. Uh, so two taboo entrepreneur subjects and my think on them. I will see you guys next time. I mean, I will talk to you guys next time. And I'm really, really happy to be back. Bye.